Hello, everybody. Just a very quick one about Instagram. If you're on it, Meta, the parent company, is reducing the number of political posts visible to users on their feed. This is a real thing, not a hoax. So go to your Instagram profile, tap the three horizontal lines in the top right corner to open the settings tab, scroll down to what you see, click on content preferences, open political content, and turn on don't limit political content. That's an option. Otherwise, you won't see almost anything we post because we are deemed political. Please do that now or you won't even see the posts about our shows, our fun things. So if you want to see Guilty Feminist content and know when we're coming to a place near you, releasing a new podcast, do it now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm a feminist, but... The last time I was on an airplane and I saw that the pilot was a woman, my first reaction was to think, oh no, because if we crash, the media is going to focus on the fact that a woman fucked up instead of the death of promising up-and-coming comedian Sophie Hagen. (laughs) And you know that's what would happen. That is what would happen. You wouldn't get a mention. They'd be lucky to spell your name right in Chortle. I'm a feminist, but when I saw that famous feminist Gloria Steinem tweeted right before this show, glowing with Glozell at Makers Women's Conference, I thought, gosh, her skin looks amazing for her age. I wonder what kind of product Glozell is. And I googled it and found that Glozell is a famous female comedian and YouTube star. The one standing next to Gloria Steinem in the picture she tweeted. I am a feminist, but today we did a photo shoot and I heard myself uh, look at a photo and say, oh, once they're edited, it'll all be okay. (laughs) Not just like they'll look good, but everything will be okay. All all of life. All of life will be okay. There's a really bright light. I'm a feminist, but once when I needed the assistance of an elderly government official... I went to a 10am meeting with him dressed as a sexy Mad Men-style secretary (laughs) with red lipstick, stilettos and a low-cut dress because I thought that was his era and he would like that sort of thing. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe look on my case more favourably. I'm a feminist, but... When a promoter offered me a gig which paid £40 if I would sleep with him, my initial thought was, just 40 <laughs> Well, you're only getting 73 pence on the dollar there. That's nice. <laughs> a man would get much more to suck a stick. 
I'm a feminist, but once when I attended a meeting with an elderly government official dressed as a sexy Mad Men style secretary <laughs> with red lipstick stilettos and a low cut dress, and he fell asleep while I was speaking, <laughs> I felt pissed off and like I might as well not have bothered to go to all the effort of bribing him with my cleavage. <laughs> in which we explore our noble goals as feminists and our hypocrisies. Hypocrisies. What's, the, what's, what's, what's Danish for hypocrisies? <laughs> they don't, they don't Wait. have that word. Wait. Hypocrisy? They won't know. They won't know. I'll lie. Hypocrisy. Sounds credible I think to me. you have to say this one. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> This is The Guilty Feminist, the podcast in which we explore our noble goals as feminists and our hypocrisies and insecurities that undermine them. Uh, could you do it with a Danish accent so they think it's me? Oh, sure. <laughs> this is The Guilty Feminist, the podcast in which we explore our noble goals as feminists and our hypocrisies and insecurities that undermine them. My name is Inga. <laughs> Can you do it in Australian? No. No. <laughs> no. No. We've got our guest coming on, Felicity Ward, and when Felicity many, comes on, too I many might of them in the room. Talk like this. No, that's shouldn't too be taken out. Of, in it the shouldn't room. be taken out of context. Wow. It shouldn't. No. Just go mm, if you're an Australian. Mm. Uh, too many. No. <laughs> uh, can you go mm, if you're Danish? Ah, see. Not see, I'm not going to get in a fight mm. with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Amazing. So this uh, episode is about advertising, and we've had challenges. And our challenges were that we should each make an advert for our podcast. And we haven't heard each other's yet. We have really not excited. heard, genuinely haven't heard each other's. I'm really excited. I've barely heard my own. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I'm g we're going to pay mine in just a second. Uh, first of all, because something interesting happened this last week uh, in regards to this, because I was uh, in a, there's a Danish magazine, and I, they were taking some photos of like, so doing an article about me, and they were, the photographer was like, oh, let's go outside. And he was like, oh, lean up against this tree and, and like look into the distance. And I was doing all of those things very well. Thank you very much. <laughs> Afterwards, I had lunch with uh, a Danish uh, female comedian who's uh, she's a feminist. And I say that as in the, the fewest of Danish comedians are feminists. So that's a thing. It's not like and she's, it is like she's, she's the feminist <laughs> still left in Denmark. So, and I had lunch with her, and I just told her about this thing, and she said, oh, no, 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 they'll always make you do that. They'll make you look into the distance. And then she said, almost as if it was like a fact or like a saying, which it might be, she said, they always want you to look into the distance as if you're looking for dad or dick. <laughs> uh, what? And she said, she said, notice it, notice it. In all the magazines, in all the adverts, women will not be looking into the camera, they'll be looking away from the camera, and it made me feel a bit upset about all the photos that people have taken where they've asked me to look into the distance and I've done it. So I made it uh, a thing, like a, an actual mini challenge to never, ever not look into the camera. Even, even if they're not taking a photo of me, I'm still... <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that a camera? Hey! 
Oh, uh, I just, I thought that, I think that's, we did a photo shoot today and I think I was focusing way too hard on that. Because uh, I was kept, like, I was, she kept saying, look at the camera, look, look right the camera, into the camera. Look at the camera, look at the camera. If you look over the camera, you were looking for dad or dick. <laughs> Daddy or dick. So I was like trying to laugh while looking into the camera. It looked like, looked like a psychopath. <laughs> Don't close your eyes. <laughs> So I have made an advert, and I'm, I feel so... Because I haven't heard yours yet, so I don't know I what... I know, I'm terrified that yours has the production values <laughs> of, of, a, of a, some kind of award-winning, you know, Coca-Cola I'm, advert or something. I made it at uh, 3 a.m. last night. Okay, so let's hear it. Let's hear it. Women do earn less in America because they choose to. Most women are happier at home. They are pretending that they like working, and they're not making money because they... Oh, that's it. That's the whole case. The guilty. Human rights are... Guilty. Women's rights and... Guilty. Women's rights are human rights. You can have ambition, but not too much. Socially, I am afforded the same respect as men. 88 years ago on this very day, the 19th Amendment, giving Guilty. women the right to vote, became enshrined in our constitution. We get accused as feminists of being man-haters. Our problem is not that. Our problem is that we love men. What we can't handle is the fact that they don't love us. Guilty. Feminist. A person who believes in the social, political, and economic equality of the sexes. Because they choose to. things not funny though right uh, <laughs> also it was the original uh, was with uh, R-E-S-P-C-T <laughs> but uh, then I sent it to a friend he was like copyright I was like oh the fuck so I had to find that weird techno-y <laughs> that no, for that some reason a, was free yeah that had a, a very out of copyright beat to it I liked it <laughs> what I loved it I really loved oh, it thank you and wish I had spent longer on mine. Uh, no, I no, uh, I I will we'll, we'll talk about mine afterwards. Um, yeah. So you 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 made that at three o'clock in the morning. Is that? Yeah. Well, I made the original at twelve. Your generation Y, and you can just cut that together. So I would have no idea how to find those clips or edit them together oh, in just, the same way I didn't know how to find porn. <laughs> well, you have to because first I had to Google <laughs> important feminist speeches. <laughs> And I was like, ooh, <laughs> these are lovely. I should probably listen to all of them at some point. But you did what Gen Y did and listened to three seconds of each of them and then, and then put them together in a, in a handy Yeah, YouTube I didn't listen to all of them because, you know, the women, they were like, nag, nag, nag. <laughs> uh, oh, my God, shut up, right? <laughs> no, it was really good. So what was your... What, what, what were you trying to... Because it, it was an advert for The Guilty Feminist. The only thing about it, I would say, is that it never says, listen to The Guilty Feminist podcast. Yes. So, because I, I no, think we no, can no, put no. that out, but no. I thought at the end it was going to say... No, because this is what... It, remember what Adele did when, no. with her new album? Uh, no. No, no, because it was... She waited five no, no, years. No, no. You're going to wait five years and then say, <laughs> that, that advert was for The Guilty Feminist. No, she, she put in, in, in between, like, the ad in the, the Super Bowl, something, something spot. And she just put, like, just, like, a few seconds from a song without saying, like, who she was. Or it was a new CD. So that's what people will hear this in the ad bet between the Super Bowl. <laughs> and they'll go, what is this? And then it'll be, like, a thing that people talk about. 
and it'll go viral. Did you hear the thing? What was that? Oh my God, we, we, we must check it out. And then someone will be like, I found it, it's a guilty feminist. And then it'll, that's oh. uh, Can we afford to put an ad in the Super Bowl? Is <laughs> well, y yes, I'm going to yeah. make an executive decision. Selinsky, can we afford a Super Bowl ad? No. Right, okay. <laughs> I checked um, with a man and he yeah, said he says we can't. No. The man says no. So I'm not allowed. And you know, if he can't afford it, we can't. That's right. <laughs> uh. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Sophie Hagen. <laughs> About advertising, I think uh, your country, <laughs> that's England, uh, uh, is not, you're not... You could advertise your country better than you do. And I mean, it's, it has a, f a fine reputation, but one thing I didn't know before I moved here was the politeness. I want to tell you about three sexual encounters <laughs> I've had in which politeness really, like, wow. Like nothing I've ever experienced before. <laughs> My ex-boyfriend was so polite that he wouldn't, like, not pick up his phone if it rang during sex. And he, yeah, so at one point, he, he was really panicked. Like he, was sweet, he was sweet about it. It wasn't in, like a, in a horrid way, but he picked up the phone during sex, and he was so flustered, he went, Oh, Ahmed, I was just thinking about you. <laughs> I was like, wow, you too? <laughs> um, And uh, I received uh, a text on Valentine's Day, and it said this. Roses are red, violets are twee, content just to think of you over my knee. <laughs> it came out of nowhere. I had not asked for it. It was uh, from a colleague. I had never touched him. This just came out of nowhere, and I was really appalled. I was like, this is not, this is not cool. Also, what is twee? <laughs> right, dumb it down, dumb it down. But then the British thing happened, which was the next text from him saying, P.S. I really hope this doesn't cross over any boundaries. <laughs> Aww. Oh, well, you know what? Then it's okay. <laughs> if only like a dick pic came with like, oh, I do hope you wanted this. <laughs> Uh, because it was uh, it was Valentine's Day, so it was on Facebook, and you know I don't know if you noticed this, but on Facebook you could wrap your replies, so you could write an answer, and it would come in like a little present, and they had to click it for it to, to unwrap, and so you could write, I love you, and they go oh, I love you, oh that's so beautiful. So he got like a little present, and he clicked it, and it said uh, that was not okay. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Now the most polite thing I've experienced uh, in, in the sex with the Brits. It was, uh, again, during the sex, and um, he was still d doing the sex on me. <laughs> and he kind of just stopped for a second, looked at me and said, you know, I really do appreciate this. <laughs> Thank you. Mine? Yes. <laughs> guilt-free feminist podcast. All the feminist discussions about the guilt of not fully fitting in the box. Hilarious. Five stars. iTunes. Emma Cozy. Hilarious and empowering.
I loved it. Five stars. Us in the sky. The new definition of amazing, super funny, and Sophie has a really funny and relaxing and nice voice. Five stars. <laughs> the best thing since I got a free lip gloss with a copy of the female eunuch. Really marvellous. Five stars. Look through the obscure. I've subscribed to way too many podcasts, but this is without a doubt the best. It's like the perfect cake. Light and airy, but rich and satisfying. Five stars, BBBB. Penis owners can enjoy this too. Five stars, Caveman Ridge. I am a feminist, but this podcast made me splutter my burrito out in public. Delightful, five stars, Alabama John Bone. Consistently the funniest thing I subscribed to. Five stars, Kanye's proctologist. Patriarch in an hour, five stars, the blonde historian. For the type of woman who wants to be as appealing as an old raisin, one star. The guilty feminist. Not for Ken Kane, but for everyone else. And at zero calories, it's not even naughty. <laughs> to enter our guilty feminist competition, tweet us John Ham's phone number. The first correct entry wins whatever they want. That's amazing. I loved that. Can I just say, if you're listening, and that was one of your reviews, because they're all real reviews off iTunes, uh, thank you so much. And I got the brilliant, brilliant, brilliant Danielle Ward and David Reed to record the voices. And I said, just as long as you make them different, just whatever you like, as long as one of them is Danish. And Which one was Danish? The one that Danielle said sounded Nigerian. Danielle said the, the Danish one might sound a bit Nigerian. It was the one of the ones. It was the one that said the best thing since um, I got a free lip gloss with my copy of the Female Eunuch. Um, oh, that's why Mick I was Jude like, the Obscure. In fact, is McJude the Obscure in? Because I saw her tweet in the queue. Hey, um, did that? that it just, just is that your voice by any chance? Right. Um, I, do you know what I thought you were? Because the giveaway for me was McJude the Obscure. Thank you for not thinking I'm a DJ. Um, <laughs> We've all said that sentence at some point. Yes. <laughs> and that's Daniel playing the bass guitar as well. Um, so I wrote it, sent it to them, and they sent it back wow. to me. Edited, aren't they brilliant? Wow. I know. So I wasn't doing it at 3 a.m. They were. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much to that's Daniel Warden and, uh, and David Reed. Uh, so, yes, any comments on yeah. my challenge? Uh, I loved it. Especially that last review about us <laughs> being as funny as raisins. It wasn't. No, no, it wasn't that we are as funny as raisins, what? Sophie. It was this podcast. But they're, but they're this podcast is for the type of women who want to be as appealing as an old raisin. One star, uh, Kane Kate. He's the only one star, though. Yeah, and, we're, and we are focusing way too much on him. <laughs> Kane Kane, if you're listening. Because you don't know how much we've talked about this, like, in private. Yeah, he's, I kind of love him, though, because there's something, there's something evocative about that review. He hasn't yeah. just said, I hate you, die, has he? It's because like, he seems intelligent, that's why it hurts. Kane, <laughs> Kane. I was like, ooh, you use your words, The thing Wait is, I minute. don't think he listened. I think he just no. saw the word feminist and, re and thought anyone listening to this is an old raisin and deserves to be told. I, like, I love that it was, it was also very you. 
Because then it went, duh, 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 duh. and we're like, now it's done. And you went, and? You're like, ah, oh. <laughs> here she goes again. <laughs> and then it went, da 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 da, da. And we're like, oh. and, it, and also, we're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a Deborah ad that will cost us more than mine to put on TV. <laughs> that is correct. Um, so there were so many I wanted to say that were so lovely. Yeah. And uh, so thank you very much if you have left a review. Yeah, and also if you, if you do leave reviews now, just put at the end of it uh, your accent so we can have someone. <laughs> yeah, if you could, that would be super helpful. <laughs> there was a lovely lady who said that the Guilty Feminist has reached Asia and her friends uh, were all talking about it there and uh, they work in a male-dominated environment and one of them went yeah. to the boss because she wasn't allowed to go to this conference that she wanted to go to so yeah. she went to the CEO and said I'm a feminist but one man stands between me and this conference and he was he liked it so much he let her go yeah I know it's amazing know. and today a woman uh, told us that she got fired because she uh, refused to apologize for something that wasn't her fault and she said rather that than yeah and that then apologize can I just say a caveat if you are listening to the guilty feminist you don't have to order three pieces of cake and then tell your boss to get fucked. <laughs> That's not necessary. But listen, she oh, but seemed do. really oh, happy that she just seemed happy. She was oh, like, yeah, yeah. I was She was really like, power. We're like, what yeah. about your And rights? I hope next week she feels the same way because it <laughs> does feel great walking out of your job. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Deborah Francis wife! So tonight's theme is advertising. And uh, the, the time I think I really understood advertising was when I became the product. It was the first time I ever took a one-hour solo show to the Edinburgh Festival, and the producers called up and said, you have to make a poster. And they said, we've booked a photographer, so this is very exciting. And there was a chap there, and he had a ladder. And he climbed onto the top of the ladder, and he looked down and said, lie under the ladder, love. And I looked up and went, what, what? And he went, just lie down under the ladder. Now, this show was about mobile phone addiction. It was like about how we all text too much. And he said, you're just going to have the phone up to your ear, and I'm going to take a picture of you from the top of the ladder. It's going to look great. Just trust me. So I lay down under this ladder, because, you know, you do. You do what you're asked in those situations. <laughs> You've got a producer. You do what you're told. You don't know. You don't know to say, no, God, no, God, no, fuck off. Um, so you think you've got to say yes. So I lay down tentatively under this ladder and I had my phone up here with my hand and he said, right, look up to the camera and open your mouth. So I opened my mouth and he kept on just saying, open your mouth wider, open your mouth wider. And, uh, and then he came down off the ladder and I said, so do you do a lot of these? And he said, oh no, I normally work for Zoo and Nuts magazine. <laughs> now every single shot looked like an advertisement for an incredibly cheap phone sex line. <laughs> but one, it's a sort of a niche fetish style phone sex line uh, for a man who wanted a very flustered girl. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and the conversation would have gone something like this. What are you wearing? Oh, I mean, I don't know, really. I mean, it's just a bit of a Marks and Spencer's sort of uh, skirt, an A-line skirt, which I, got, I think I got it into sale, actually. It's a nice navy blue one. And a sort of shirt with buttons. And, uh, oh, would you like to me to take one of the buttons? I mean, no, I probably shouldn't. I mean, that's awkward, isn't it? I don't want you to start unbuttoning. You haven't asked for that, have you? <laughs> and if any men would like that service, I, I, I can provide it. And then I got taken to Melbourne, to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, and a newspaper paid for this really big photo shoot. And this show was called How to Get Almost Anyone to Want to Sleep with You. 
Now, this show was about sexual confidence. It was about feeling confident. And they said, we've booked a shoot. Would you get into bed with a Calvin Klein underwear model? And, uh, <laughs> and I rang my husband and I said, so I've been asked to do a photo shoot for The Age, which is this big you know, newspaper. And, uh, and he said, oh, that's great. And I said, they've asked me to get into bed with a Calvin Klein underwear model. Um, how do you feel about that? And he went, oh... I'm not sure. And this was really odd because Tom, he's normally really, really easy going about that kind of thing. And I said, oh, come on, Tom. Don't worry about it. I mean, he's, he's, this guy is used to being in bed with models. And he said, it's not what he's used to. I'm worried about. <laughs> so I went to the shoot. And it was in a hotel room and it was just a Calvin Klein underwear model. Sweet guy. God, he was so sweet. He was really, he was really peppy. You know, he was really chip, chipper, he was. He lay in bed, like, doing his cool face, which he had practised. And then me on the end of the bed with a less cool face, less practised. And then this, this really rather large, older photographer just down the bottom of the end of the bed going, mm, mm, every time he took a shot. It was like being photographed by Venus Williams. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, and I was like becoming more and more uncomfortable and so I kept making jokes it's like this is like a porn set isn't it isn't it like a porn set everyone everyone if we joke about it then it isn't that sure if there's enough jokes in the room it won't be true and so uh, I went up to um, I went up to Edinburgh um, with the poster I had a picture of me not sexualised at all just confident leaning on a massive phone that's all I was doing and men kept coming up to me and going can I buy your drink and I was like what mm, men don't buy me drinks that just doesn't happen and they go I've seen your poster it's really sexy the thing is all my life if a man had approached me like that I killed it I just absolutely killed it I just couldn't see myself that way and I'd think he's not he's, he doesn't mean it and I'd start backing away from him but with this poster men would come towards me and they'd go no 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 I've seen your poster you're really sexy and what was interesting about that year in Edinburgh was I realised that the poster was larger than me. My advert was bigger than me. My advert was confident. And I couldn't get between every man in Edinburgh and every poster and kill it. So what I'm saying to you is get a poster. <laughs> Works. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. We've done our advertising. Is it time to get our guest on? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the wonderful Felicity Ward. So Felicity, advertising, is this something that affects you very much? I thought that it didn't. And then it was actually uh, just before the show, it was the only time I've written a letter of complaint. And it was only a couple of years ago and it was when I was just like getting my feminist wings and that's not a period joke. I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was when I first started to – so I, I'm sorry, this is a lot of backstory, but settle in cunts. Anyway, I <laughs> – that's not a pejorative term. That's not a pejorative term. That is – it's a term of endearment. I'm Australian. Um <laughs> These are, these are some things that I know. I used to do a, a sketch show that was on television. I know that. Uh, but I remember being the first interview I ever did and they said, what do you think of female comedians? And this is, a, this is a decade ago, right? A decade. And what I said was, as long as they're not talking about women's stuff, they'll be oh. fine. And I, I remember when I read that years later, I'm like, oh, oh, the feminists are going to kick me out. <laughs> and, so, and so years later, a couple of years later, I started doing stand-up and I started to read and, um, and become a little bit more aware of the culture around me. Uh, there was this ad and it said um, it was four women holding shopping bags and like looking cheeky and it said spend his money wisely. And I'm, oh, yeah, kind of, but also who gives a shit? You know, like in the grand scheme of life, now that's how I look at that ad. At the time, I was like blowing on my fingertips going, dear advertiser. <laughs> and I wrote, I wrote a full-on letter of complaint and I went on and on and on. And so there was a time that I, uh, advertising really affected me. And I don't know if now I'm at a stage where there's, you know, there's, you can see enough sweaty tits where you're like, oh, I don't see them anymore. You know, like, and I don't mean like hairy. I mean like pers perspiring tits where you're like, oh, maybe I do want to drink pims. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm desensitised or that there's other things that are more important to me now, but there, there is still, because for me, no, that doesn't affect me that much. But I also have a niece and I'm like, I don't want her to see that because of obviously one currency that women have is their bodies and they can sell that and every, every woman has a right to sell their own wares. Um, <laughs> at the same time, that's all, not all we have going on and that's all that gets shown advertising-wise. And my issue is not that we are judged on our superficial appearance because every, everything and everyone is because we're visual animals. My issue is that for women, it is the predominant one, yes, and the in the, the most the first and the most important one, 
And that's my issue, that with men, other things are valued first, and that comes across in advertising. Mm. Your smarts, your ability to be successful. There are other, uh, your, your sense of humour. And with women, it is, how do you look, 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 how do you look? And if that's done, actually, we'd prefer it if you just stand there and smile. There's no need to say anything. It's annoying if you do. When Sophie was talking about the the daddy or dick thing, I was um, thinking about <laughs> men in... I was thinking about dad's dick and... No. <laughs> Joking. I, come on, that joke was just sitting there. I was... I was thinking about women and in... If you are listening, Mr Ward. <laughs> oh, don't make it real. Oh. <laughs> Joking. He can't use the internet. Um... Uh, I was that women in advertising, like mostly in stills, are flustered or fuckable. So women are like, oh, I'm a mum and I've got to do everything. Or they're like, put it in here. Like they're the. I'm often both those things in Me one day. too. In a half an hour, I can go from flustered to fuckable. Well, after I'm fuckable, I'm very flustered. <laughs> but, but men look very capable. And they're, like, like, active. They're, like, running or, like, you know... We only run in ads if we've got our period. Yeah. <laughs> How often do you guys actually see adverts now? This is what I was thinking about. Because I used to watch telly. And in, you, to, the price you paid for watching telly was adverts. And I don't really watch telly anymore. I watch sort of downloads, box sets, that kind of thing. Most of my advertising now comes at me through Facebook. Mm. Because I bought something, the internet thinks I want to buy it again. <laughs> and I'm like, I just fucking... She loses shit all the time. But yeah. I have had a frightening thing lately. I had this, which I admitted in a previous I'm a Guilty Feminist. So I went and had this collagen with a friend, collagen stimulation. It was hurt like hell. It was dreadful and I cried. <laughs> because of that, I was Googling it on the internet. On Facebook, I keep getting ads now saying, do you want to get your eyes done? No, like seriously this time. Ouch. Like, like why don't you... You could go under the knife. It, you'll recover in four days. I have a, I have a, this has got nothing to do with advertising, but this is kind of to do with what you're saying. Can I ask you a, an ethical question? Yes, we love those on okay. the Feminist. So, when I was uh, 14 years old, the, the, the front four of my teeth are fake. So, the, the second from the middle ones are peg laterals, which means they look like dinosaur teeth. They're like spiky little teeth. And the ones in the middle are weird shaped. Now, the dentist said to me, if you don't look after these, they'll last for five years. If you do look after them, they'll last for ten years. That was 20 years ago. And they've chipped and fallen and I've got brown marks on them and I really have to get them redone. They said, do you want, when you get them redone, which I've been saying for years, will, will you get them, do you want to get them squared or do you want them to look like your normal teeth? And my normal teeth at the moment look... They're weird. If you look at them, they're like a little bit... So I don't know whether to get them... Because the feminist in me is like, well, if cosmetics don't mean anything, then just get them the way you that, that they look now or don't get them changed at all. And the, But I'm like, oh, but I've got little brown marks on them. I don't like to care. I'm like, well, if you don't care what you look like... I mean, this is really more a diary entry than... <laughs> um, I think we should. I think we should keep keep them. Like as if we if we can. in a jar. <laughs> no. Um, so I was very involved with the when that advert came out in the UK saying, "Are you beach body ready?" Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. We all, yeah. So it was our like, favorite advert. Britain's favorite advert. That it really missed its target. Fuck off to California. That ad. I mean, where's the beach? You haven't got a beach. <laughs> There's no beach to be ready Not, for. But but 
Yeah, that, when, that was also... If you're in Mallorca, you might start thinking, oh, I wish I got a spray tan. When you're, like, packed in like sardines on a tube, swaying around in a coat in the freezer that you don't want some fucker telling you that you've then got to look magnificent underneath in case you take it off. I'm, I'm shower-ready at this point. I'm not big. <laughs> but I think that's the... the, the so that's what we're being fed. We're being fed that whole, you have to look young and your teeth have to be white and straight and you have to be skinny and you have to be blonde and all of those things that they, they want you to be. So if, if we can not be that without it bothering us, I've reached a point where I, I like my body now even, even though it's fat and not acceptable. And, so, and I have this feeling, if someone's just offered me like a magical, oh, you could be skinny tomorrow, no one would ever know that you did that and your whole life would just be changed. Even though I know my life would be easier because I would get less abuse, because I look like this and because I stand on stages and, and we're all people like TV stages, we're semi-public people, there will be teenagers looking at us and there will be teenagers looking at you with <laughs> weird teeth. <laughs> Not you with, no. Look at that beautiful horse. <laughs> I want to be like her. Well, she's going to look at you and she's going to go, oh, okay, I'm not weird. And maybe she doesn't have the ability to get her teeth done or whatever, the, the money or the, the resources or whatever. So I think if, unless it's something that like cripples you in your everyday life, I think do it to be like a, that positive role model. Yeah. Can, can, I, can I counter that? I might be the guilty part of the oh. guilty feminist here. I might yes, be the guilty please. part. So this is, this, is, this is what you really want to hear. <laughs> um, I'm going to counter that with one word, technology. Oh. If you look at how people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s looked 20 years ago, 50 years ago, 100 years ago, they looked so much older. And because of technology, things like we've got dental hygiene as children now, that sort of comes, uh, you know, in most... <laughs> they didn't have it back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> but your teeth, you did have it, and your teeth were fixed. There was an era where you never would have had those teeth replaced or they would have been re replaced by wood. Well, here is an interesting thing. <laughs> oh, do that. Do that. I've Don't got... Do that. That would be These awesome. are actually... Don't do that for feminism. Don't my bottom Don't row is all wood. It. Hashtag all wooden wood. teeth for feminism. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag I would. Um, hey! Get out, get out. We get don't do puns. Too good. It's been lovely. I know. I, I uh, thought that pun was worth making. Thank you. No. My, so my dad. Uh, sorry to talk. That's twice now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tell us more about. Daddy. Oh God. Um, Look into the middle distance and tell us about Daddy. <laughs> he had his baby tooth until a couple of years ago, and he's not young. And. Um, and Mr. Then, Ward. Mr. Ward. And then Mr. Ward went to Bali because that's what he does uh, for holidays and he got, uh, he got all of his teeth done because it's a lot cheaper. It's very expensive in Australia because it's not part of our health care program at all. And you should see how Dad smiles in photos now. It's amazing that he's always smiled out of one side of his mouth and now he's just like, ting! He's just a beautiful 70-year-old sun-bleached uh, builder. Oh. However, however, uh, that's that's psychologically. That has nothing to do with the teeth. You can learn to love those things about yourself. You can learn to look at yourself in the mirror and go, "This is how I look, and I love it." Even what if, if I don't want to? Though, yeah. what if oh, I don't want oh. to love myself the way I am? I want to just tweak it. Because you're wearing glasses. If they're technology, those glasses are there to help your eyes and to. I mean, you're on my side, but you are clutching at straws here, Deborah. <laughs> There were generations where glasses weren't invented. Because it's a disability. 
Okay. I can't <laughs> see properly if I'm not wearing glasses. I can still chomp food absolutely fine. I think, but that, the reason why is because the reason why everyone hates themselves is because of what we see in the advertising. Yeah, so I know. For I know. you to look the way you do naturally, for us to look the way we do naturally without having all these done and without having to go on horrible diets or without having to put wood in our mouths. <laughs> 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 As much as we might want to. Daddy, is that you? <laughs> it um, doesn't mean the same in Danish. Um, <laughs> it doesn't mean the so same in you, Danish. We don't say, we don't call it, it's fine. We, we would be, it, it's like an act of defiance to, if you can do this and you can be that. I get what you're saying, but I think it's a line because, because we wear makeup, we get our hair cut, we go yes. to gyms, mm. like, like. And some of that is I go to I go to yoga because it makes me feel healthier, and and but it's a lie to say it's all for that. And I, I so I have to live with that lie. Otherwise, I have to go. I don't care at all how I look, and that isn't true. I do. What oh, about? Yeah, but we should, sorry, we should we should aim for it. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. But if you know, I I aim for a life where I don't feel like I have to wear makeup. I, w I had a I had a one night stand recently, and it happened like out of like I, it wasn't planned, and <laughs> it was one really, night stand really, so rarely are. I really I almost didn't Thursday want week to. one night stand, but but I had to go to a meeting the day after, and I hadn't brought makeup because it wasn't planned, and uh, and and I I bought all new makeup. I bought like wow. a whole. In I know I felt absolutely horrible. I, I I was even too ashamed to put it in the I'm a feminist but. <laughs> 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 I bought so much, and I, I felt so, I felt horrible because I was like, are you that, is that, is that who you are? Is that how much you've been influenced that you cannot go a day without? I went to a director's course, to fil film director's course, and I left my makeup at home, and I, I'd intended to do it on the way, as I often do. And I stopped in at the Boots, because I was meeting all these new people for the first time, and I, I wanted them to like me. Mm. And... I just went, oh, I just, it's just, how, just a little bit of liquid eyeliner make me feel more confident. That's what I did. And I went into Boots. I got some cheap and cheerful, a bit of lipstick, but, you know, and some of it, to be fair, I put on from the samples. I just put back in. <laughs> oh, for that's the way to do it. That's such a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Boots. Um, uh, I didn't buy it, but, um, but Boots has had enough out of me over the years. But, uh, but, yeah, where is that line? Because I don't see, Felicity, what's wrong if you, with... Look, you've got to have some teeth. If the dentist says, oh, well, I'll make them... <laughs> I've got a couple. I'll make them straighter. And that's, you know, you're, you, that's going to make you feel confident. I don't see that that's any different from a bit of mascara or having your hair cut. But, okay, but the... Uh, so the caveat to that is I have no intention. And interestingly, when I got these front four done the first time, mum said, do you want to file those other ones down? And I was like, no, they're fine. Mm. I, had a, I had a strangely high... <laughs> um, sense of self-worth judging on how I looked as a child I mean I should not have been as confident as I was you should that's the whole point we all should it's very funny it's very funny to me looking back I'm like oh dial it back babe everything about me dial it back so when you were a kid you had a very good sense of self in terms of your your looks and yourself and your personality I think what it was is I was so detached from my sexuality that mm. that wasn't a consideration necessarily and my mum drummed it into me very early that I don't have to wear a short skirt to get boys attention I'm like sweet well I'll just use my methods with which is just be heaps competitive and beat them at shit 
So I was single for ages. <laughs> but then, then what happened to make yourself conscious? Was it advertising? It was advertising. Oh, <laughs> it what? was. What's the advert that's affected you the most, do you think? Do you, do you, have you ever been hooked in by an advert? This isn't technically what was in the ads, but I remember being 11 or 12 and I had a friend who was a year older than me and she'd bought a Cosmo magazine and it was like $7.95 or something, which is a year's pocket money if you're 11, right? Yeah. And I... I had never seen someone my age have one and I opened it up and I still remember where I was when I said it. I went, but all of this is advertising. There isn't any reading in here. And I didn't understand why she had bought it. And so I sort of had this... I think I was a better feminist as an 11-year-old is what <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying I, to... Yeah, I think that's what the danger is. that when you, when you said that, I was like, I don't remember a single advert I've ever seen in my life because it, it goes in subliminal, like, it, subliminally. Mm. Subliminally, Thank yeah, you. nailed it. Hello. Uh, Hypocrisy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll learn it for next time. I saw an American advert recently, which was, um, and it was, it's not an advert that could play here, but it fascinated me because adverts speak to the culture. It was an American woman, and she looked out at the camera and said, some nights I can't be bothered to make dinner at all. We end up having cereal or nothing. And all the kids and the dad are like, yeah, that happens. And then she said, but tonight... The bucket is back. And she brought a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. She says, but tonight, I've nailed it. And there was this whole series of adverts, like, I'm nailing it with Kentucky Fried Chicken, nailing it with KFC. And we were, like, watching this going, sorry, so most nights you have nothing or cereal. <laughs> and KFC is nailing parenthood. I mean, this is, an, I mean, this is an issue of poverty more than anything else. <laughs> it's... It, yeah, it is. But it was said. It wasn't said in that context. It was said. As, it was said. <laughs> We're nailing it. I think. I mean, we barely get by, but KFC's doing the job. It's the stopgap between us and starvation. Buy KFC. It just doesn't sell it the no. same way, does it? Hashtag nailing it. No. <laughs> Some questions. Yes, have anything sure else? Oh, there's a very eager hand over there. As advertising stand-up comedians, there's a lot of self-deprecation. I was wondering, as women, how do you do your comedy as a woman and also promote like self-deprecation? Stand-up comedians often self-deprecate a lot. Uh, how do we do our job as women and comedians to pr promote a healthy, a healthy self-image? while also doing our job as comedians by you know, possibly self-deprecating. Felicity. Well, I give out my phone number at the beginning of every gig. And <laughs> no, um, I think that you can be both. I really flip back and forth from being both. Um, I'm incredibly self-deprecating and always have been. That's sort of been the foundation of why I started comedy. And I've had a lot of people go, I don't know why you make fun of yourself. You're a beautiful woman. I'm like, because it's fucking funny, mate. It's funny. <laughs> That's why. And, uh, but, but then I've also like made jokes and really enjoyed making jokes about what a great rack I have. Because, because it's not coming from a dude going, show us your tits, because I'm like, these are awesome. And they are. I have great tits. Tits are fantastic across the board, full stop. I love them. They're, and I'm totally hetero, but I'm like, go tits. You do great work. <laughs> And it's really interesting taking, like, the sexual power away from an audience that might be objectifying you. Like, if, you, if, if you've said, I've got a great rack, there's a, there might be a lot of drunk men in the audience that wanted to say, show us your tits, and go, oh, she's already done it. 
No, that it's just a, it's a power exchange. Oh, it's really interesting. And, and we'll write down boobs as an episode. Yeah, uh, yeah there should suggestion. be an episode of boobs. Come back we as a special guest. Boobs. Mm. Yeah, boobs are tops, mate. But another thing we should talk about. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, That's a good catchphrase. Boobs, boobs are, are tops, tops mate. mate. <laughs> <laughs> upon what if, what what if I just unzipped and I was actually a filthy old man? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, just kidding. Ah, infiltrated the feminist den. <laughs> I started when I started doing comedy. I was going, oh, I'm fat, so I just eat chicken all day. Blah. Oh, I'm fat, so I can't get laid. No, and because that was that was my like personal truth. But I was I was it was just it was just not. And you're getting the wrong laughs. Yeah, oh, yeah, and because pe- what I thought I was doing was, oh, I'm, oh, I'm saying what like like you're doing with, the, with but in a negative way where it's like. Oh, the bully, the bullies! Haha, I said it first, but actually this time they're like, oh, "Yeah, but you're right." And <laughs> so I stopped doing that. Now I'm, I, I, like I, I'm so activistic, and I'm very like, I love myself. What you got a problem with that? <laughs> uh, I, I, have, I used to have like a bit. I used, oh no! Oh, thank you, but oh no! I, I today I would, I would, um, I'll happily not have a punchline if it means I can say something that is true i back then it was I, I had to have joke 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 and it didn't really matter if i was i could morally uh stand by that you can't you just cannot do it anymore because it just affects people it's the same reason with that that advert that uh are you beach body ready thing i did everything to put that advert down i really got involved with it and a lot of people were like oh you shouldn't oh don't give them the the attention and now that advert is everywhere because of the attention you've given it but that's not the point we're not doing it because of the people who are bad, we're doing it for the 14-year-olds so that they can hear the other side of the story as well. Uh, so for me, that matters And that advert so did much. get pulled. It did fucking get pulled. And it really got graffitied too. Yeah, it got graffitied as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you, yeah, excellent question. We, we don't have time for one more, but... Do, could I, could I yeah, put yes. one addendum on that? Um, yes, do it. That just by way of being a woman and being on stage doing stand-up comedy, that that offers the idea that we have some self-confidence or self-worth. Because at the heart of stand-up comedy, the idea is, I've said or thought something that is so funny, I'm going to get a room full of strangers to pay to see me <laughs> say it. So there is a conceit there that is inherently confident, if not arrogant. It's true. Um, Great. I don't. We don't have time for more. Do we, Tom? Do we have time for more? Qu- no. Wait, one, okay. One, do we, can no. we have one, Tom? No. If we all answer it in one sentence. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tom. I couldn't say it. Give it up for Felicity Ward. Okay. Do you have anything you want to shortly plug? Yes. <laughs> Standard Issue magazine, I write for it. Please read it. It's brilliant. And also I'm doing a tour of Deborah Francis White Rolls the Dice. I'll be coming to a city near you sometime this year. And uh, that's it, I think. Sophie, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I would like to plug uh, this podcast. Uh, you should find it on Facebook, uh, the Guilty Feminist Podcast, or on Twitter at Guilt Fempart. Uh, and you should go on uh, on iTunes and rate it and subscribe to it. Uh, that would mean a lot to us. And yeah, thank you. That that would be amazing if you did that. Oh, and join in on the conversations on Twitter and 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 Facebook. Uh, we have 
a lot of people tweeting. It's amazing. We love reading all yep. of them. Please tweet and please write to us at the Facebook group and we, we yeah. write back and we can all Talk about this. Right. Yeah, we want to hear your uh, thoughts on, on advertising and, and all the things we're talking yeah. about and future challenges and stuff. Join in on the challenges as well. Do show up at the live dates. I know you, you people in the room have done it. The people at home listening, you have to do it. We will be uh, in London on 10th of March with our amazing guest, uh, Jessamyn Stanley. She's a yoga guru from America. On the 14th of March, we will be in Manchester with Sarah Millican. She's a comedian off the telly. <laughs> She's amazing. On the 15th of March, we'll be in London with someone unannounced. Yes, two, two unannounced two guests, people but really exciting. You know, the caliber's been high. On well, the 16th and 17th of April, we will be in Melbourne at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. So if you're listening from there, do come. Yes, one is there. Uh, and on the 22nd of May, uh, we will be in Copenhagen at Comedy Zoo with uh, Sanne Sonago and Emma Holten, who, if you're Danish, you know they're amazing. If not, you will find out that they are. And this is uh, a particularly very, very, very important episode because feminism in Denmark is not really a thing. So it, the, it'll be a, a small room with literally all the feminists in Denmark. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's important because it's the first feminist event uh, in that. It's a, the, the Danish comedy club and it's, it's a really big deal that there's a feminist event on in there to show the Danish comedians that it exists. So uh, if you're in Denmark, please come to that. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. You have been listening to The Guilty Feminist with Sophie Hagen. Deborah Francis White and our special guest Felicity Ward. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producer was Tom Zalinski for the Spontaneity Shop. Thanks to Emma Gorsham, Martin Adas, SRO, Paul and everyone at Up the Creek. And all of you for listening. For more information about this and other episodes, visit dirtyfeminist.com. Oh, how got different... Oh, sorry, I should really let you answer yeah, at some okay. point. Felicity yes. needs to answer. Okay, God, I'll it's like being answer. on a panel of men. Uh, it really is. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.